0: Hello, everyone. I hope that you're having a great day whenever you are listening to this episode. My name is Katherine, and I am the host of It's Okay to Love Yourself. And today I wanted to talk about something that I learned recently Through Brene Brown's new podcast about leadership. And you may, if you follow me on Instagram, you may know that I have started a leadership coaching business and I'm beginning to build different resources, coaching programs, workshops all around this idea of looking within to really recognize your worth and leading from that place within yourself rather than pursuing external validation. And it all really stems from a lot of what I've gone through in my life. And honestly, I think this podcast and talking about self-love and discovering self-love has been the first step and has helped me be able to go deeper and see that Yes, we need self-love, but there's something deeper than self-love, which is when you can recognize the your innate worthiness, knowing that you're already good enough. You don't need to prove anything, you don't need to strive. I think there's some so much power in that. And I think that leaders need to Build more of these practices into their lives to really get to know themselves, to get to know and recognize their worth so that they can recognize it in others and empower other people as well. And in this podcast, Iko Bethia, And Iko works with Brene in her leadership consultancy, consulting with these organizations all around diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I was just blown away by this interview because they talk a lot about this theme of transformational versus transactional change, specifically how it relates to DEI work in corporations. And I wanted to explain that a little bit, but I really what what learning about the difference between transactional and transformational change made me think of is how that relates to self-love and the difference between transactional self-love versus transformational self-love. And I think that my own journey with it definitely can see like where there was a turning point for me and just wanted to kind of unpack that here today. In the podcast, again, uh, you guys should go, you should definitely go listen to it. Um, But the point that she makes is that when we're trying to make our workplaces more diverse, more equitable, and inclusive, so very often we want to take a transactional approach, meaning we want to set goals. We want to set metrics around the change we're trying to make. We want to build it into our plans and in our goal setting. Um... However, what really drives this change, not just at this superficial transactional level, but to get to this place of transformational change, we need people within these organizations to personally care about diversity, equity, and inclusion and tell their stories and talk about the people in their lives who are in these protected classes who are folks in marginalized communities. They have, we have to get people to start sharing and talking about how these things really impact their lives and build it into the culture of how the organization functions, not just in measuring and setting quotas around how many women and people of color, um, LGBTQ plus folks that we're hiring, right? It's not just about hitting those goals. We need to build it into the fabric of organizations and how we communicate. And I do think I shared this podcast with my first group that is going through my program for group coaching right now, because I do believe that every leader in an organization has this ability to speak up and tell their stories um, and to share why this matters to them. And that is going to be so much more powerful than simply publishing a report on diversity, publishing values, posting that Instagram post, condemning systemic racism, condemning homophobia, you know, condemning all these things publicly. But really what makes this change at this transformational level is where you can really feel it in the organization. And that comes through people. And that comes through people speaking, speaking up and telling their stories and, and knowing that this matters to leaders, especially to folks in those, in those groups. They want to know that them as a, that, that their leaders as people genuinely care about this, not just that they're held to a standard or that they want to publish something online because it looks good. Um, And so I really resonated with that conversation. And and like I said, I wanted to come on here today to talk about this difference between transactional and transformational self-love. To start off, I just wanted to kind of define in my mind how I think about transactional self-love versus how I think about transformational self-love. To me, transactional self-love is when we take steps in our lives um, to practice self love. I think about a few years ago where I had a personal trainer. I would get massages and acupuncture. I would buy the face masks. Um, you know, I felt like it was a very like materialistic way almost to practice self love. Where I where I sought, where I sought to make time for myself by buying things or buying an experience. And I'm not saying that those experiences cannot be transformational, but I think that if you're, if that's the only way that you're seeking self-love, you're not really going to go that deep because ultimately you're just staying on the surface. And at that time in my life, it was when I had a really incredibly stressful job and I was seeking relief from that stress. And I was, Thinking to myself, how can I care for myself? How can I show myself love? And how can I show myself that I value myself? And I thought at that time that, you know, all those things, I thought that that was what could help me find some relief from the stress that I was feeling and from, me, right? I was laid off from my job. My social life completely disappeared because of the pandemic. All these things that I used to. Do and rely on, like all of my routines, all of the ways that I felt like I was needed and felt like I had worth, all of those things disappeared this winter when COVID hit. And it forced me to go into this period where it was just me. It was just me. And I had to figure out and learn who am I? What makes me happy? what can I do even though the world is shut down around me? What are some things I can do to show myself compassion and love and remind myself of who I am and my inherent worth? And I really learned. And it took, and you know, sadly, it took having this pandemic happen and You know, so many people are impacted this year. um, And it really took the world slowing down and losing a lot of things that I thought made me happy and that I thought I needed for me to really see that the whole time, all I needed was myself. And that I didn't need these external transactional acts of self love to really love myself and to really value myself and to see my worth. I didn't need any of that. I just needed to spend time alone (laughs) and I needed to spend time with myself in reflection, getting to know myself and examining and reviewing everything that had happened to me up until that point and really learning why I did things and what I was motivated by and being really freaking honest with myself about those things, not just you know trying to tell a good story and and pulling all the pieces together but really getting deep in there and unpacking what has led me to this point and what was really transformational and again if you know me in real life if you've been following me for a while you've probably seen I feel I feel like I've made a major transformation this year in terms of just being able to speak more openly be vulnerable be able to have these open Dialogues and feel comfortable doing them. This stuff used to scare the shit out of me, to be quite honest. I, there would be no way in hell if you knew me three years ago that I would be doing what I'm doing right now and having this conversation. And it gave me that chance, right? Like having everything shut down. And again, I want to just acknowledge my—I want to acknowledge my privilege and that I had an opportunity. I was safe at home. I had savings. I, you know, I had the resources to be able to take time during an extraordinarily tough time in the world to do this inner work and to go through this transformation. And I know that's not everyone's experience, especially this year when everything has been so difficult. So I just want to acknowledge that. But through that and through doing a lot of this inner work, that challenged me and really pushed me harder than I've ever pushed myself before. Through this process is where I really started to find my footing and I started to feel and become more in tune into who I am and what I wanted in my life and it has all led me to this point where I I was laid off in April and since that point I've started my podcast, I started working with a business coach. I I built a brand. I built a website. I'm running my first group coaching program right now. And I'm starting to think about taking one-on-one clients and running workshops at organizations and, you know, things are progressing. But I know in my heart that if this, if COVID did not happen, if I did not get laid off from my job, there's no way I would be doing this right now. And. I have to believe that this is, that's a sign that I'm meant to be doing what I'm doing. And that's what I'm really clinging on to now when things feel really uncertain. This sense of security that comes with working full time and switching to being self-employed and really learning that I can trust myself to take care of myself, not only, you know, physically, but providing for myself and and that has really deepening deepening my connection to myself and making me feel better about who I am and really building this confidence and and giving me that permission to just be more me and to trust that everything's going to be okay and that I have survived everything that I've gone through up until this point and that I'm capable of continuing to Get up every day, do the best I can, take time for myself, and continue to do this healing work and to put out my ideas in the world and continue to be vulnerable and trusting that the world needs to hear it and that people are going to show up and support me. And I do think that that has been a huge shift for me in terms of. In the past, you know, past me felt like I needed to give and give and give of myself in my job and my relationships. I felt like my worth came from what I was able to give and how much I was able to self sacrifice for other people. And by doing that, by burning myself out, by overextending myself, by never saying no and never having boundaries, that is what made me feel needed. It's what made me feel. Worthy, and this year I've had I've really been able to switch that mindset and say I am already worthy. I do not need to give or overgive or overextend myself to feel good about myself. I do not know. I no longer need to pursue external success. I don't need to pursue relationships that make me feel more worthy. Um, I just need to focus on myself, and that is what's going to make me feel better. That's what's going to make me feel in in the moments of life, of your everyday life. That is what has made me feel more grounded, more confident. For the first time in my life, I feel authentic. I feel like I can say what's on my mind um, and that I can just – Be myself. And so I wanted to talk about this here today just to say, I wanted to really just put it out there and and like challenge you. What is, is your self care and self love routine practice, you know, whatever you want to call it? Is it something that's transactional or is it transformational? And why do you think that? I definitely think that it's so much easier to view self-care and self-love as this transactional thing, right? Like a vacation. I mentioned all these things before, but what would it look like for you to commit to viewing your self-care and self-love as a transformational act? What would you do differently? What space would you give yourself to space out and spread out this work? Because I'm not going to lie, it's not easy. It is challenging to confront these parts of yourself. But it's so worth it. And I hope that knowing that this is not a quick fix, there's no one-size-fits-all plan, I hope that that, if anything, just gives you some peace of mind that Wherever you are on your journey, however far you are, or if you're just starting on this road, you're exactly, exactly where you need to be. And everything is unfolding exactly as it should. There's no pressure to have everything figured out right away. The more that you just commit to taking these small steps, the more you're going to be able to look back and make these connections and see how how you're progressing. I definitely, again, I did not get to this point overnight. It has taken me years. (laughs) It has taken me years to get here. And it has taken me really getting to some lowest of low points in my life in terms of just how I felt about myself and going to the gym, asking myself why and asking myself what is going on and ultimately making the choice every single time to either ask for help by going to therapy, by opening up to a friend, by committing to writing in my journal, by, by listening to podcasts, by reading books, by taking these small steps to learn more about myself ultimately. And understand myself and understand not only how I got here, but then the beautiful thing is that then you can start to shift your attention to, all right, what do I want to create? Where do I want to go with this? I knew I wanted to do this podcast last year in 2019, but it took me really, really getting in touch that I was worthy of doing this podcast, that people... Would want to listen to it, and that there was nothing I needed to do before I started the podcast. I had enough knowledge about this topic just from being myself and going through the experiences that I've been through. And for the longest time, I I had been in this prover mentality where I felt like there was always something that held me back, that I wasn't good enough, that I didn't know enough about this or that or that you know or the other thing and everything really changed when i started to say you know what i'm not going to be perfect at this but that doesn't mean that i can't do it and it does and i'm and i know and i trust that i'm going to learn and that i'm self-aware and that i'll get better and that it's going to mean something to someone and even if this podcast does not a <laughs> if it doesn't become this big, well-known podcast, that it's still going to mean something to me. And that if one person listens to it and and is is helped by it, then that's all I really need to know, to know that it's the right thing for me to do. So yeah, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. And I just invite you to sit with this question. And, And again, I think it's great that you can apply it to different parts of your life. Where are you being transactional when you really want to be transformational? Why is it so easy for us to be at this transactional level? What is it about our culture? What is it about 2020 where we're, I think everyone is starting to wake up and say, huh, what's really going on? And I I think that We've all been living in this transactional autopilot world for so long. And if anything, this year for me has really given me that opportunity to look beyond the surface and to really spend some time intentionally focused on creating a transformational change in my life. And I just want to invite you and empower you to know that you have the same ability to make the same changes if you want to. And that you don't need to prove anything to anyone. You're already good enough. You can you can do whatever that thing is. If you feel like loving yourself is impossible, I promise you, you are capable of it. You have the ability to get there. It's not going to happen overnight. It is not going to be something where you go to two therapy sessions and you're totally healed. It is a process. And I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Please rate and subscribe. I am starting to ramp up doing more interviews and will be posting more episodes now that my business is more up and running and and I am just very grateful for you for listening. And I will be back with more episodes soon.